Welcome to the Supremely Intercontinental Puckcast, a podcast about fake little hockey guys. I'm your host, Ian Constable, GM of the Banff Rockies. We are into the Continental Cup Finals with Eric Schneider's Nova Scotia Schooners up against Dustin Nielsen's Las Vegas Aces. On the show today, we're going to look at that Cup Final with Norm Donovan, GM of the Philadelphia Fires, and Matt McInnes, GM of the Vancouver Island Norsemen. So without further ado, here's Norm Donovan, GM of the Philadelphia Fires. All right. I would like to introduce and welcome to the show Norm Donovan, GM of the Philadelphia Fire Ants. Norm, how are you? I am doing great. It is good to finally be on uh, the greatest SICHL podcast in the world. I can say that authoritatively. I don't have much competition, so that's great. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate the kind words. Um, so, Norm, you have you had a, a first... Uh, a first-hand view of these Las Vegas Aces uh, through that last round. It was a great series, a tight series. Um, so I thought I'd bring you on to talk a little bit, bit about them and uh, how they are going to play against the Nova Scotia Schooners here in the finals, in the Continental Cup finals. So without further ado, I'll let you have the floor. Well, I've been taking a look at this, and uh, it's been a little bit maddening because it really, you know, I, I it, it these teams are so evenly matched. Like this is going to be, I think, a, a really, really good final. Um, I think if I had to look at overalls, I would say that um, the advantage the Schooners have is they're at forward. I think that that top six. I mean, when you get to like. Elias Pettersson is like your sixth or seventh guy, you know, and you've got Taves, you've got Kucherov, you've got Landeskog, you've got all these guys uh, up top, uh, just pure goal scorers, Tavares, right? So, and and they have a great depth. So I think that at forward, I think that I would have to give the nod a little bit to the Schooners, but that's not to to say that uh, Vegas isn't, you know, fairly stacked at forward, as I unfortunately learned. Um you know, even with Malkin not really being up to snuff, they're still killing it. Uh, so, you know, it, it is an advantage, but I don't think it's uh, in any way insurmountable uh, uh, for Dusty. Um, at defense, again, I mean, it's fairly it's fairly close between the two. Um, there's, I mean, Carlson and Josie is a great top uh, top two, but uh, Weber and Petrie is not nothing to sneeze at either. So. Um, I think they're fairly, I think they're, I, th- I think again, it, you know, opposite to the forwards, I think that uh, overall, I think that uh, the aces have a little more depth on, on defense. So if, you know, there is injury trouble, um, I think they're going to be better able to handle it. Uh, but they're still, again, fairly close. Uh, goaltender, I, uh, listen, having, having faced the aces, I got to give it to, uh, to the aces there. Uh, the Schooners have relied pretty much entirely on Bobrovsky, and he's done really well. So I can't, uh, you know, I can't fault them for that. But I don't know, man. If anything, if 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 he falters, and McElhinney's only got like, I think one game in, I think so far this this postseason. Mm-hmm. That's mm, that, that could be that could be trouble. That could be trouble. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but that's a big if. Um, Vegas, uh, you know, I mean, Kemper was killing it. And then uh, I broke Kemper, and then he put in Koskinen, and then Koskinen <laughs> killed me. 
So I, I, I guess the issue is, is Kemper, did I break him permanently? <laughs> I don't think so. Right. I think that he'll be fine. Uh, so if Kemper can get back to that level where he was absolutely dominating, you know, uh, before that, then I think that could be a real problem, even for, uh, even with the great forwards they have up front on the schooners. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I, every time I try and decide, I've been trying to fill out my, uh, my smartitude cup picks and, uh, every single time I go to, to fill it out, I change my mind as to who <laughs> I is going to win. I think, I, you know, if I, if I had to choose right now, and of course I have to, because that's the, that's, that's the, the goal here. Uh, I, I think I would. I think I would come down on the side of Vegas. I think that. Um, I think that Kemper. I think that Kemper is going to be better than Bobrovsky, and I think that that is going to be the key. But I mean, it's like fifty-five, forty-five. My confidence level in that pick. So it really could be anybody's game. It's going to be. I mean, no one's going to get swept in this final round. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. I, I would be very surprised. So I think it's going to be a great final, one way or the other. So. Right. Uh, yeah, I I have to say I have to say with that uh, with Koskinen coming in for him, I, I think Dustin pulled off the troll of the century with his backup taking out the fire ants. Oh, <laughs> oh, the, it, like, I mean that was that, I don't think that's been talked enough about yet because I think I don't I think Dusty like, yeah I think he uh, I, I think he planned that. All the way, well, probably <laughs> before I the mean, series, for, he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna play Kemper for a while, and then I'm just gonna <laughs> gonna put in uh, my backup and uh, and go for it here. So, I would not put it. Back. I mean, first of all, <laughs> two things to say on that. First of all, uh, you can you can ask Matt when you speak to him, but uh, if he didn't love that, I I don't know who else would. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's 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 delicious irony. Right. And second, you have to give it to Dusty for having the balls to do that, mm-hmm. right? Because in the end, like, yes, Koskinen, he put in Koskinen after Kemper had 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 faltered, and uh, Koskinen did well and got him to a Game 7. But in that Game 7, I mean, I was faced with the same situation as to who do I pick. I mean, obviously a little bit different because I'm more of a 1A, 1B situation than he right. is, right? But even I was struggling, and I decided to go. I said, listen, even though Rask was performing really well, um... I decided I'd go with my best guy Halak, and in the end, I don't know if that was necessarily the best decision. But you know, kudos to uh, to, to Dusty for having the balls to say, you know what, Game Seven, getting to the finals, I'm going to put in Koskinen ahead of Kemper. Them. But that's what you got to do. You got to yeah. you got to you got to make uh, bold, often stupid decisions uh, <laughs> to, to to win a cup. So that's right. I, uh, yeah. I, I I didn't follow my own advice, and I, I think I paid for it at the end. So. <laughs> Oh, that was that was a great series. That was, and I mean that that one coming down to overtime. That's where I see this whole series coming down to overtime in Game Seven as well. Uh, I'm 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 like you. I have I have Vegas in seven. I I yeah. What you were saying, the top six forwards give it to Eric. Like the Schooners, yeah. those top six forwards are just just deadly. I mean, I don't know yeah. who he's playing first or second line between Taves and uh, Tavares, right? It, it, I would love to have that that. That problem, right? That, exactly. Like, God, you know, who do I put as my top line? Which of my many top <laughs> uh, forwards do I put in there? Right? Yeah. And they're all good. And, and and I think the I think the one thing where where uh, I'm, I'm I give the and this is again this is kind of where I flip over to the schooners occasionally is that uh, not only are their are their forwards better, but they've got a lot of really just like good pure scorers in there, yes. right? Like Kucherov and 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 uh, and, and, Tav, and and Tavares, obviously, right? Whereas on on Dusty's side, he doesn't really have that. He's got a lot of good passers, 
but mm-hmm. uh, the scores, I mean, good scores, but not like that, you know, 90 plus, mm-hmm. you know, killing it kind of score. Right. So um, that's, that's again, that that's, that's where I sometimes flip on it because I, I feel just the str- just the strength of, of, of those forwards alone on the schooner side, I think might, might be enough to carry, uh, right. carry him. Along, when you look so. at the, at his sixth, at his sixth uh, forward, and yeah. it was really not sixth on his on the depth chart when you look at the team, but the the guy that's probably playing that right wing on the second line is as that sixth guy. Like there's five guys that you'd put in there in the top two lines, and Taves, Kucherov, Landeskog, Hurdle, and yeah. Tavares. But then who do you put on that other spot? Arvidsson, 96 scoring. I know, that's and he, disgusting. It, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a it's 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 obscene, is what yeah. it is. And I think that everyone who traded to Eric to give him these people. Uh, should be ashamed. Should be ashamed. <laughs> it's your own fault that he's going to the finals and you're not. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, kudos to him. I mean, like, like I say, both these guys, and and for me personally, for someone who's been in the league for a very, very long time, um, it's good to see. You know, I'm going to be happy either way, in a way, because mm-hmm. I mean, Eric and Dusty are both are both great guys. They've both been in the league a long time. They've both worked their asses off for the for what they have going, you know, it, 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 on their rosters. So. Either one of them have earned their first cup 100%. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. But because the world is just better at winning. <laughs> well, this is what hurts sense. me about calling Vegas in seven for myself. And it, and the funny thing is, uh, I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. It's going to be a Gino that's going to score in overtime in game seven. And he won't do anything the rest of the series. Like, he hasn't yeah. done anything all playoffs. He's not going to do anything the rest of the series. But he's going to score in game seven in overtime. And he's going to be named the Yari Curry um, Award winner for the Continental Cup, uh, and it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be uh, listen, quite controversial. But <laughs> I hope you're right because I spent my entire series with Dusty just praying that Malkin would stay sleeping, you yeah. know, because he really, I mean, th- those games were so close, some of them. I mean, it, that's all it would have taken. And again, in this series, if if, if something can light underneath Malkin to get him going, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Yeah. And it's a it, it totally it totally changes the series altogether because right now most of his offense has been through uh, his uh, uh, speaking of the aces here uh, through yeah through I mean he's he's got two forwards and two defensemen putting up the lion's share yeah. of, of of the points which and I mean they're great and they're doing really well so you know yeah. good on him but yeah. again that leaves you vulnerable to an injury that leaves you vulnerable to a guy suddenly going cold. You know, so Malkin really needs to, to to step up and be in there. So I don't know if he needs to get more for he's getting good. You know, take it, I took a look at his lines while I was uh, like how Dusty does his lines while I was doing the, uh, you know, my series against him. Yeah. And playing Malkin a lot of third, like overall, he gets he gets top line minutes, but he's mm-hmm. not playing on the first or second on the first or second line. OK, so, uh, you know, I don't know if in the. Um, the deep recesses of the sim, if that makes a difference, and right. maybe he just has to pump Malkin up to the top line Does and let him go. He knows something that the rest of us don't. Hey, like well, that. listen, I know a couple of tricks. I think, but <laughs> I'm not sharing them here. That's okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a great series, and uh, I, I know I'm going to be hearing it from uh, my Canadian conference uh, uh, brothers. But uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go. Vegas in seven in this one myself as well. I'll go along with you there. That yeah. the bottom four D uh, is strong in in uh, sorry the the yeah the bottom four D, mm-hmm. and that's what it, sometimes it comes down to those injuries. Right now, the only injury I see is like that's big is Girardi, but he'll be back in a couple games for the Schooners. But yeah, he'll miss that. 
Who does who does Eric put in? That's the question, really. Who does Eric put in for his five six pairing? Does he go with both Barry and Schultz and leave defense out the window with those two, right? Or does he put in Griba and have absolutely like no offense from that sixth guy, right? So that's going to be the I question think, for now. Uh, where Dustin I doesn't have that problem. Think he's- I think he's going to go with Griba. I, yeah. I personally, I think he's going to put in Griba. I don't I think he's going to skip over Schultz and go straight to Griba because okay, yeah. I think that's the that's probably the better option. Right. But where Dusty I don't, doesn't have that problem. Dusty's five six guys and even going into oh. seven are are solid. Right. Well, he had I forget who it was, but someone was injured on his defensive core um, during our series. I forget who it was. And he just like just casually stuck in Joel Edmondson there, who's yeah. like a totally solid defenseman. Yeah, <laughs> like there's absolutely. Thing, you know, He's got Klingberg. He's got all these guys that he can just sub in there depending on what he needs. So it gives him a lot of flexibility. But likewise, I think that, you know, on, on at forward, I think that um, Eric has more options that way than 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 Dusty does. Dusty has does. good depth yes. forward, but nothing compared to 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 what uh, what Eric's got going on. So. Right. Oh, yeah. Eric's so deep at forward. It's just like you said. People should be ashamed of themselves. Ashamed for yeah. <laughs> trading them all those it's, guys. I, I try not to. Until I, until until I'm facing them in a playoff series, I try not to look too much at other people's rosters because sometimes you'll see a roster that I just get like literally angry looking at. <laughs> you know, and Eric's is definitely one of them for sure. So he's got that. That makes him feel better. You're, yeah. you're welcome, that Eric. <laughs> Norm, this has been fantastic, and congratulations on making it to the uh, conference finals. I know that you're up there a lot. You're in those you're in those conference finals a lot, and of course, just a couple of years ago. Uh, right before I met you, uh, winning that yeah. cup yourself, but uh, but yeah. So thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, best of luck this off season to you. Um, thank you too. Yeah, thank you. And, Listen, uh, thanks for having me on. It's been great to be on. And uh, if you ever want to stop, you know, interviewing all these, you know, lesser <laughs> chump GMs, and you want to go straight to the top, I'll be happy to come back and uh, share my incredible wisdom with everyone. Perfect. I appreciate the offer. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Talk to you later. Thanks very much. Thanks, Ian. Okay. Thanks very much, Norm. And now Matt McInnes, GM of the Vancouver Island Norseman. You can't walk around with horns on your helmet. It looks ridiculous. Fashion is about taking chances, daring to be bold. The helmet is a basic head cover. But when you add some other material, it becomes something else. It's no longer just a helmet. It is something bigger. It tells a story. And that is what fashion is all about. Oh, I see you on the ball. All right. I'd like to welcome Matt McKinnis, GM of the Vancouver Island Norseman, to the podcast. Thanks for coming on, Matt. Thank you for having me, Ian. All right. So you just faced Eric and the Nova Scotia Schooners in the wet, in the Canadian Conference Finals. There's actually your fourth conference finals in a row. I'm thinking that has to be a record. I haven't I haven't looked through the records, but that's pretty impressive. Yeah, thanks. I don't know if a ton of teams have done it in the past. I know Guy had that period where he won three titles in, in five years, so um, my guess is during the area might have, and he obviously won the championship, so that's that's a lot better than what I've been able to do, but it's been nice to win 10 series in the last four years. It's Absolutely. It's been good to get lucky in a couple of those, but <laughs> that's the way the sim is. Well, like I said, quite impressive, and I'm really happy to have you here today. So I think I'll just pass it over to you and... Get your thoughts as an expert on the Nova Scotia Schooners versus the Las Vegas Aces in the Continental Cup Finals. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if I was as much of an expert as I'd like in, in the Schooners, I, I wouldn't be talking to you about the Schooners <laughs> versus Aces Finals right now. But no, I mean, 
there's no question that when it comes to the schooners, the the one thing that that really stands out, especially with the way the sim seems to be performing lately, is his elite forward depth. So when he, you know, I appreciate that overall means means nothing, but he's got five guys at 77 and above: Taves, Landeskog, Kucherov, Hurdle, Tavares, and just having that level of depth of upper tier forward talent is such a, a separator and. It certainly felt in, in my match that I just couldn't keep up with that level of firepower um, throughout the series. Um, and the other thing, to, and as related to that, is when you look throughout his top 12 forward guys, there is a mega amount of scoring ratings in that group. Very few of the players that he, uh, he ices in his top 12 are below 70 scoring rating, which is pretty unparalleled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I talked with Norm just uh, just a little while ago, we talked we talked about a bit about that, and yeah, I looked at Arvidsson, who's probably playing playing on his second line right wing as that sixth guy. Um, Elias, um, Elias Peterson probably you know obviously a center, so he'll be playing on that third line. But but Arvidsson and something like a ninety six score, and that's his sixth guy there, right? So yeah, you're right. Those top two lines are just insane. Yeah, that that trade he made with uh, with Chasm. Uh, I think it was in March to to pick up Arvidsson and and Girardi certainly mm-hmm. helped. Although Girardi's Girardi's out, not that that's a, a big problem, um, but certainly with I think the thing for Eric is he he he's weathered two storms. One he had the huge uh, he had the huge slump about 15 games left in the season, and then he also had the, the rash of injuries to his defense. But he managed to get through both of those things and. Like I, I said in a text to him before the playoffs even started, I thought if he made it to that first round, he was going to win, and now here he is in the finals. So. There you go. <laughs> Good prediction. Unfortunately, that path just went for me. Yeah. <laughs> so going into the defenseman, what do you, what are you thinking between the two teams? I mean, that could be a potentially Eric's weakness in, in this match. I mean, at this point the D survive being held together sort of by a combination of chicken wire and, and waiver fodder. I mean, take Justin Schultz, who's played 10 games in the playoffs for him. This is a guy he picked up off a free agency when the Shamrocks uh, released him. Uh, right. Schultz, which that, that was a, sort of a Schultz is at a weird year. I, like I, I looked at this and I got fascinated by like what happened. He in December was traded from the Steelhawks to the Spartans, then the Spartans traded him to the Shamrocks uh, at one point for Jake Gardner, which was confusing given that a few days later, or a few weeks later, Ryan then cut right. uh, Schultz. So that all of that resulted in Eric picking him up and then Schultz becoming a guy who's played half of the playoff, more than half the playoff games for his team in the finals. So that's pretty incredible. And he got Olsen the same way. Um, but really, I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to Eric's de- the Schooner's defense, it's it's all about Carlson and, yeah. and Yossi. Carlson's going to play, you know, so far he's been playing 20 and a half minutes a game. He's playing great. Yossi's also going to play forever. And then he also has Barry, who just seems to be a machine on the power play for him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and so right now with Girardi out for probably, probably one game, maybe two games, uh, two games uh, here, then uh, that brings in probably Schultz back into the lineup or maybe Griba, depending on who he wants to, if he wants to have like uh, two low, low defensive players um, in both Schultz and Barry uh, in that third pairing, or if he wants to have Griba there just as a, 
just as a safety net back there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one he'll, he'll go with. I mean, the reality is it, it doesn't enormously matter because of how much Carlson and Yossi right. are going to play. Right. Um, my guess is he'll he'll go with Schultz, but mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be playing whoever it is is going to be playing just a couple of minutes a game. Yeah, that's be, right. That's a good point. Shouldn't be shouldn't be that big of a deal for him. Yeah, but I think the the power play is going to be critical for for Eric. Um, in our series, it didn't end up being a huge factor very often, partially because he I somehow didn't take penalties in two games, which didn't make any sense. <laughs> but when you look at his over the course of this all three rounds, he scored 17 power play uh, goals in 18 games. He has a total of 49 goals, so 35% of his goals have come on the power play, right? Which is seems like a big, big number. I didn't do the comparison across the league, but I just glanced at my own team, and I was under 20% score having scored this virtually the same number of goals. So if Eric's going to get power play opportunities, it's going to convert, and that's going to be a key key part to his uh, success. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, yeah, it's, it's tough to stop that power play. Uh, it's one thing that uh, Dusty does have, though, is a lot of depth on D and, uh, and, and actually some great guys for Pelican, like, um, uh, uh, well, what's his name in, uh, <laughs> the top guy. <laughs> Let me just go to his team right now. Um, nope. Gotta log back in, of course. Like Cullen and Watson, are you thinking? Yeah, or Weber. You on the deal? Weber, of course. Yeah. Oh, Weber, yeah. Weber, yeah. Weber. Hamannick can, you know, Hamannick can play some defense back there too. But, uh, but Weber, the big shutdown guy back there, that's Weber, well, of course. He's gonna have, yeah, he's gonna have his work cut out for him. That's for sure. And Weber, up until not that, uh, not that long ago, was actually a member of, of the Schooners. So. Oh right, that's true. Maybe he knows how to beat him. Yeah. And then in goaltending, what do you think? Pretty close, or do you think uh, Kemper with a bit of an edge or over the Bobrovsky? Or yeah, I mean, I think gen- generally speaking, it's probably a bit of a wash. Um, but over the course of the playoffs, I think that Dusty's relied on Kemper a little bit more than Eric's relied on his goaltending. Just when you look at the the diversity of of uh, scoring depth, which Eric has. Right. Right. So I don't, th- I don't think it'll be a huge factor, but uh, yeah. you know, Dustin's also showed a little bit of willingness to to put in his backup when need be. Uh, yeah. I tried that tactic against uh, against Eric, and it it did not did not pan out for me. <laughs> but I, um, I certainly I thought when uh, when Norm got up three two, and all of the everybody was was crippled from that triple overtime game. I thought for sure he was going through. Mm-hmm. I was shocked when when ace when the aces were able to to pull that off you know it's funny and it hasn't been talked about enough i was just talking with norm about it i think dustin pulled <laughs> pulled the troll of the century on norm by winning those two games with his backup <laughs> and i assume yeah. norm <laughs> with it i could i could just picture norm with his shirt on there and as we saw in the uh <laughs> aftermath after game seven on the on the on the video with his shirt on, but uh, Dustin pulling off those games with his backup, and and, and Koskinen having a 42 save performance that went into overtime in that final game. So I thought that was pretty pretty epic that Dusty that Dusty pulled that one out. I don't know if he was planning that all along. I wouldn't put it past him to have planned that, but I thought that was pretty good. I I certainly empathize with uh, the way Norm was feeling. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. 
it was it was it was pretty interesting to say the least um so uh nova scotia won both games that they played in the regular season here um and they won them handily like two nothing and three one do you have a prediction on the final here let's say schooners and five schooners and five okay okay all right well i i think people are some of the my canadian conference uh uh, friends are going to be upset with me. I'm I'm actually calling Vegas in seven in this one. Um, oh, it'll be a long one. <laughs> uh, absolutely, the team is finally healthy. I think that this might be the first time this entire season that, or, well, in a long, long time that the team's healthy. And uh, I think I think Dusty's been toying with everybody this year. Also, poor Matt Birch. He owns that Vegas first, and I, I think it's you know <laughs> I've been watching him just cringe every. Every time uh, Vegas goes through to another round, and uh, I think it's just the icing for poor Matt that uh, that that Vegas first is going to turn to the 29th pick in the in the draft this year. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's a tough break. I mean, for for Dustin, he's got to figure out a way to to get Malkin doing something. Yes. I mean, yes, it's it's been next to nothing in the playoffs. So the this, the tricky part is like Malkin wasn't very good in the regular season either. Right. Was he injured? So, you know, was he injured for a bit uh, of the season? Or? A little bit, but yeah. he still he played seventy more than seventy games and didn't hit really? fifty points, okay. which for a player of his his pedigree and, and ratings, you'd think would be nuts. But you know, sometimes the sim just just has it out for for certain guys yeah. for certain seasons, and it's inexplicable. And sometimes, like you just can't do anything about it. Um, right. I know I I went through my own problem in the playoffs with with Jamie Ben, and and now. Right now, that seems to be the case for Malkin and Dustin. But if the if the switch flips, um, that could be a huge determining factor. I, I have a prediction with Malkin this playoffs or the, like this final. I think uh, I don't think he turns it on until Game Seven, and then he's going to score the overtime winner. And somehow he's going to win the uh, he's going to win the Yari Curry Trophy. Um, even having done nothing, then it'll be quite controversial. But <laughs> we'll see. That that would be I mean, quite that, interesting. <laughs> that would be perfect for an iconic player who once scored two hundred twenty-three points in a in an SACHL season. That's right, absolutely. Okay, Matt, this was uh, fantastic. I really appreciate you coming on and and giving your expertise advice and uh, and uh, I'm hoping for the best of luck for you in the off season and with the re rates and everything and. And this uh, final should be very interesting. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Go to Canadian Conference. All right, you bet. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Thank you, Matt McInnes. And thank you, Norm Donovan. Well, best of luck to Eric Schneider and the Nova Scotia Schooners, as well as best of luck to Dustin Nielsen and his Las Vegas Aces playing in the Continental Cup Final. I'll talk to all the rest of you after the Cup Final. See you later.